Hello, and thank you for joining us for the ABB Energy Pod. Micro-updates on news, insights, and trends from the energy sector. Today's Energy Pod brings you the highlights of a conversation between ABB Energy Industries President Brandon Spencer and Energy Terminal Podcast about why we need young sustainability professionals to urgently get involved in the energy transition. The energy transition is the biggest challenge, but also the biggest opportunity of our generation. And we need all of the best and brightest across all backgrounds to drive the change that we need to succeed. But where do you start? How can you get involved? What opportunities are out there? I'm Michael Wood. And I'm Hope Pratt. And welcome to Energy Terminal. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Energy Terminal. Today, me and Michael have on Brandon Spencer, president of ABB Energy Industries. Brandon does a really good job of identifying the areas that often go overlooked when you're thinking about sustainability. Sectors like oil and gas and industrials and chemicals that are these hard-to-abate industries have such a strong need for sustainability professionals, but people don't normally think about it. Hi, Brandon. Welcome to the show. Yeah, really glad to get you on the show. I mean, since we met back in October at the North American Gas Forum hosted by Energy Dialogues, we had an awesome conversation at the happy hour after talking about youth and energy and tech and all sorts of fun things. All of our best podcast episodes have come from those conversations that afterward we're like, we have to turn this into an episode. So really looking forward to sharing this conversation with our audience. Yeah, cool, Michael. It's good to see you. It was great to meet you there in, in D.C. Loads of conversations always happen around happy hour, right? That's uh, in my experience. And so there's really two concepts I want to address here. One is the lack of understanding of just how critical and how ubiquitous these industries are and the products we use every day. And the second is the huge potential for impact and proactively working with these companies to reduce emissions along their value chains rather than neglecting that sort of work. So I'm all for just diving into it, tackling the tough problems. So would love to hear why is it important? to continue to work with these emissions-intensive industries rather than not? The two things that you said, one, you talked about lack of understanding. I think that's a super important one. Here's the reality. The world is consuming more units of carbon-intense energy than it ever has before. And so the usage is up, right? So how do we provide more? How do we have net additions with lower emissions? That's what it's all about. But the whole thing that we have to remember is that it's net additions with lower emissions. We're not going to use less energy. So what do we do with that? And so that kind of goes into the, the second question was the potential for impact. Why do we work with these industries, right? If everybody said, if everybody that, call, that serves oil and gas said tomorrow, hey, we're leaving. We're not going to serve oil and gas tomorrow. The whole world would shut down first off. And so it's not an option. It's not real. It's not feasible. It sounds good on TV or it looks good. Some ad or something, you know, the computer screens that we're talking on right now, the glasses, the tires, the, the rubber, pharmaceuticals, makeup, textiles, you name it, it has oil and gas byproducts in it. So there's loads of things that we can do now to do things. We've released some studies where automating facilities and digitalizing facilities reduces footprints 20, 30, 40% in terms of emissions levels, where you're not flying people out to platforms or you're you're doing different things. So there's tremendous options with technology. Technology isn't really the limiting factor. It's people. It's us. Exactly. I'm really glad that you mentioned the people. Here at Energy Terminal, that's what we're all about, bringing more people into the energy industry. And you also discussed the fact that in this energy transition, we're going to need all different types of energy. 
So what are the biggest opportunities for impact within high emission sectors? Yeah, so a lot of the processes are very energy intense in order to separate molecules or or make some separate byproduct. Uh, they're very intense. And so we're looking at things that can electrify the industry. And, and so we've partnered, we had an announcement where we made an investment in a company. One example is like Coolbrook. They're a Finnish company. They're looking at electrifying industry. So instead of using natural gas and, and uh, steam and things, they're looking at electrifying it. So what does that mean? It would reduce the carbon footprint of a facility by 60 plus percent. Still could accomplish the same outputs, but reduce the carbon footprint by 60, 70%. That's a big deal. We've invested in another company, Hydrogen Optimize, which does these big electrolyzers. It doesn't matter what the technology is, right? Uh, but the, or the terminology is, but those will help produce green hydrogen and get it to scale. The challenge with green hydrogen right now is that it, the cost curves are so high. How can you produce enough of it? Well, if technology can help us get it to scale, the cost curves come down and now you can use hydrogen for loads of different reasons. I, to think of the talent level that's in your listening base and in your institution at Duke, everyone can't go away from these industries. We need the smartest people in the world coming to these industries to be part of the solution. And I tell my global team, or if I speak at events or things anytime, I say, you know, you can hold a sign and, and stand out on the sidewalk and protest something, and that's your right. Uh, and I fully support that. You can also get involved. And you can get a seat at the table, pull up a chair and try and impact it. And that's the challenge that I'd like to give you guys and your listeners is come join us. Help us solve the problem, uh, because I believe we can have a humongous impact. Yeah, and hopefully a little less so by the end of this episode. But <laughs> it, uh, many young people are still hesitant to work sure. even on sustainability sure. within these yeah. emissions intensive industries. I mean, I see this all the time on college campuses and with young people. And it's one of the biggest reasons that we started Energy Terminal. I mean, I'm not telling every single person you should go work in oil and gas. But I do yeah. think it is very valuable, like you've highlighted, that there are a lot of potential opportunities to reduce emissions and a lot of high impact work in these fields. If you had one piece of advice for sustainability-minded students who are thinking about entering one of these industries, what would that be? Yeah, I think you got to go where you can impact it. I mean, you know, talking about things is easy. Doing things and making a big change is hard work. Uh, and, and we need serious people and we need intelligent people uh, and we need people that are passionate about it. So I'd rather have that passion that someone has about the environment or the footprint or, or leaving something better than you found it. I'd rather have that passion and use it to try and impact that exact thing. And so that would be my challenge to those listening is, is don't run away from it, run at it. Because at ABB, we're giving you a chance to be in the driver's seat. We're the, we're the largest, one of the largest automation companies in the world with the largest install base in thermal power. Uh, help us make it more efficient. We have huge install base in nuclear. Help us make it last longer, honestly, because nuclear doesn't have any emissions. You know, it's, the, it's one of the cleanest and cheapest fuel sources that are out there. And we're doing cool things to try and get these other technologies off the ground. And we don't just need scientists, right? We have huge finance departments, legal departments, commercial departments, uh, engineering, project management, service people. You want to see the world? Come join us. You want to see the world and change the world? Come join us. And I think especially in the energy industry, you know, in this conversation, we've already talked about 
a number of different technologies and applying these technologies across different industries, different companies, it really underscores the importance of partnerships. What are some steps that we can take to encourage collaborations to advance decarbonization? The partnership piece is really important. We work with competitors at times when it's the right thing to do. We work with end users and companies together to say, hey, let's test this technology. So collaboration is key. It's not easy. It's hard. Everyone's wondering what's in it for them. How do they get something out of it? How do they turn it into a profitability or or have an impact? But I think collaboration is super important. So, you know, I mean, I think there's some pretty fundamental things there of fairness and equity. Uh, Those are always really important if you want to have true partnerships. It can't be that I'm trying to take advantage of you or someone else or your company. You know, you have to bring the best of what individuals and corporations offer together and try and have, you know, it's cliche to say, but have the one plus one be more than two. And so I think that's the attitude now that's in the industry. I think previously people used to want to go at it alone. Now they're saying, hey, look, I'm really good at this part. You're really good at that part. They're really strong at the go-to-market. What if all of us come together and do something? I mean, we did something called Hydrogen in a Box, where we worked together with Worley Parsons, who's an EPC, IBM, uh, who everybody knows uh, from the IT space and ourselves, and said, hey, let's come up with some designs and some uh, facilities and things that are kind of pre-engineered, pre-packaged, ready to go, different scalability. And let's all of us do what we're best at. And uh, and so we have all kinds of cool collaboration examples like that, where you're trying to bring best in breed, do what you do, and uh, and then hopefully have it serve that sustainability, uh, you know, pillar that all of us are trying to to achieve. Brandon, we've really enjoyed the conversation with you today. Had a great time talk about all the really cool things that ABB is doing and all the ways for our listeners to get involved. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Yeah. Hey, Michael and Hope. Fantastic to meet you guys. I love that you're putting yourself out there. I love that you're trying to have the conversation. You know, my my parting comment would be to everyone listening. Don't stop having the conversation and engaging, you know, through compromise, we will get there. Uh, it's an evolution, not a revolution. And uh, and so I, I firmly believe that we can have a big impact on sustainability you know, net additions, lower emissions, uh, ABB's here to help and to serve. So really appreciate the opportunity to join you guys today. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brandon. I hope everyone listens closely to this episode. Cool. Thanks guys. Bye. And that concludes this week's episode of ABB Energy Pod. Look out for a new episode next week, right here. See you then.